Welcome to the Mystery of History podcast with the author Linda LaCour Hobar. The Mystery of History is an award-winning world history curriculum for all ages. This pre-recorded podcast is designed for parents and teachers seeking direction, encouragement, and inspiration for home and education from a biblical worldview. And now your hostess, Linda LaCour Hobar. Hi, and welcome to the Mystery of History podcast, where we talk about home education and world history from a biblical worldview. Since Christmas is upon us, I thought this would be a good time to share a history story about good King Wenceslas. Now, you may know the name of Wenceslas from the tender Christmas carol, but you may not know the tragedy behind the true story. Now, I won't spoil it here, but Wenceslas, who really did have a heart of gold, did not have a life of ease. I feel certain that there's good life lessons in this story, though it doesn't have a happy ending. Join me now for this audio narration on Good King Wenceslas, a story of faith and forgiveness straight out of the Middle Ages. If you would like to see this story in a written format, it is available in the Mystery of History Volume 2, or you can find a condensed version of it in a blog on our website. Merry Christmas, everyone, and thanks for listening. Lesson 46, 929, Good King Wenceslas Good King Wenceslas looked out on the Feast of Stephen, when the snow lay round about, deep and crisp and even. Brightly shone the moon that night, though the frost was cruel, when a poor man came in sight, gathering winter fuel. Have you ever sung this familiar Christmas tune? Though written in the 1800s, This traditional carol describes a tender scene straight out of the Middle Ages at the exact place that we are in our chronological study of world history. The carol is a beautiful tribute to a kindly young man named Wenceslas or Wenceslas. Let's look at his life and more particularly at his tragic death. We must first backtrack to our lesson on two missionary brothers, Cyril and Methodius, Do you remember them? They were responsible for creating a written language for the Slavic people. In the midst of their work, they visited Czechoslovakia, presently the Czech Republic. While there, the zealous missionaries were able to share the gospel with the prince of Czechoslovakia and his wife, Ludmila, or Ludmila, who became strong believers in Christ. Now you may be wondering what the prince of Czechoslovakia and his wife Ludmila have to do with Wenceslas. Well, they were his paternal grandparents, the parents of his father. More than likely, it was their strong Christian faith that helped shape the good heart of Wenceslas while he was still in his youth. You see, when Wenceslas was just 13 years old, his father, the Duke of Bohemia, was killed in battle. Bohemia was a province in former Czechoslovakia. With his father gone, Wenceslas moved in with his paternal grandparents. It was Grandmother Ludmilla's idea. She wanted her dear grandson to grow up under her influence in the knowledge of the Lord and to become a strong Christian ruler. And you know what? He did. As one example of how dedicated Ludmilla was to her grandson, there is the story of a tree she planted in his name. Ludmilla planted the seedling when Wenceslas was just a baby. His caretakers watered the tree with his own bathwater. It supposedly made the tree grow unusually strong. It still stands today, 
even though it's over 1,000 years old. Drea Myra Unfortunately, this tender arrangement between grandmother and grandson didn't last very long. You see, there is another character in this story that I have not yet introduced to you. That would be the mother of Wenceslas. Her name was Drea Myra, or Draw Mira. It seems that she didn't like the special treatment or the Christian upbringing that Wenceslas was receiving from his paternal grandparents. Drea Myra was from a strong pagan background. This difference of faith caused a lot of tension between the royal families. To add to the tension, Drea Myra was ruling Bohemia until Wenceslas was old enough to take his father's place as the duke. The nobles who surrounded her were pagan in their beliefs too. It may be that they influenced Drea Myra to do something dreadfully wicked. To get Wenceslas out from under his grandmother's influence, Drea Myra arranged for Ludmilla to be strangled to death. It was murder. After Ludmilla's death, Wenceslas was brought back under his mother's care, and she involved him in her pagan traditions. But Wenceslas could not be swayed in his beliefs. As a young man, under his paternal grandparents' guidance, he had grown to have a strong, genuine faith in Jesus Christ. He continued to worship the Lord in secret. It must have been a difficult thing to do. Wenceslas becomes Duke of Bohemia. But Wenceslas was soon spared from this trying situation, and justice was done. In 922, Drea Myra was banished by the authorities for Ludmilla's murder. With Drea Myra gone, Wenceslas became the rightful Duke of Bohemia when he was just 18 years old. And, as his grandmother had prayed, he became a strong Christian ruler. As a demonstration of his Christ-like character, do you know what one of Wenceslas's first acts of kindness was as the new Duke? In response to the biblical command to honor your father and your mother, Exodus 20, 12, Wenceslas brought his mother out of banishment and back to his castle. He forgave her for the murderous plot that killed his dear grandmother. That was just the beginning of the gracious behavior Wenceslas modeled while Duke of Bohemia. Wenceslas's kindness and generosity extended to rich and poor alike. He was greatly dedicated to giving clothes to the needy and shelter to the homeless, as well as to buying the freedom of slaves, especially the freedom of children trapped in slavery. In an effort to spread Christianity further, Wenceslas invited missionaries to Bohemia from Germany, and on at least one occasion, to settle a dispute, Wenceslas courageously faced an opponent in an open duel rather than have his own troops go to battle. Many lives were spared by his bravery. Then, of course, there is the story of Good King Wenceslas from the traditional Christmas Carol. The song refers to Wenceslas as a king, although he was really a duke. It describes a scene from the life of Wenceslas that gives a touching glimpse into his heart. The carol tells of a cold, bitter night when King Wenceslas and a page, or helper, notice a poor man gathering firewood. The kind-hearted king asked the page where the man lives. When learning that the poor man lives against a faraway fence, 
the king instructs the page that they will go to his dwelling that very night and provide the man with a meal. As they tread off into the snow, the page complains of how cold his feet are. Wenceslas suggests that the page walk in his warm footsteps to lessen the pain of the cruel snow. The song implies that Wenceslas was so warm-hearted that there was heat in the footsteps he left behind. So the two, the king and the page, travel on to bless the poor man with a meal. Boleslav plots against Wenceslas. With this kind of servant leader reigning in Bohemia, all should have been well in the kingdom. But unfortunately, not all the nobility appreciated the generous heart of Wenceslas. In fact, some considered it a weakness. His own pagan brother, Boleslav, thought it was not fitting for a king to mingle with peasants and the poor. He was also jealous that Wenceslas had a son who might rule as the next duke instead of him. As the sad story goes, Boleslav invited Wenceslas to celebrate a feast at church. Wenceslas was warned ahead of time that his brother might be plotting against his life, but in good faith, he attended anyway. Perhaps he should have been more cautious. On September 28, 929, Boleslav raised his sword against his brother Wenceslas to slay him. With great mercy, Wenceslas forgave Boleslav on the spot for the offense. But as Wenceslas turned up the steps of the church, other members of the nobility attacked him. One struck him in the arm, two beat him, and another pierced him in the side. Wenceslas died right there. He was only 25 years old. Good King Wenceslas was buried at the church of St. Vitus in Prague, Czechoslovakia. Thousands of mourners visited his tomb in the Middle Ages to honor the humble duke. For years, there were stories of miracles occurring near and around his grave. A statue in his memory still stands in the Prague city square that bears his name. And September 28th is dedicated as St. Wenceslas Day. Isn't it fitting to have a man of such generous character remembered in A Christmas Carol? Thank you for listening to the Mystery of History podcast with Linda LaCour Hobar. For more information on our curriculum or for additional resources like games, video lectures, and self-paced courses, visit themysteryofhistory.com, a one-stop shop for chronological, Christian, complete world history for all ages.